When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV shows from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week we're talking about Spider-Man 3. It's been a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it has been. I This movie is newer in my memory than it actually is in reality. We've oh, had, it'll remind you. We've <laughs> had two different Spider-Mans since then. <laughs> Yeah, like whole ass Spider-Man. So crazy to watch this movie because it's not something I would generally just throw on. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, it's definitely fair to say that this is the the least well-received of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie. Uh, it's kind of <laughs> the reason the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies exist uh, is this particular movie. It's crazy. It is. It is supremely nuts and I but I will say for myself I don't know how you felt about rewatching this yeah but I would say the stuff that was bad about it has maybe now become funny like was like were you not entertained yeah I was definitely entertained so I this is this is probably one of my most controversial movie takes uh this is this is probably my second most controversial movie take <laughs> which is I didn't mind Spider-Man 3 as much as everyone else did. Like, okay. like I am always a sucker for like that, oh, I, I want to be bad, but I want to be good. That internal struggle, you know what I mean? That's like mm-hmm. fucking catnip for me. So the fact that there's like venom in this, I was just like, I forgave so many other things upon first watch. I will say upon rewatch, I was just like, Oh, that's actually a very small part of this movie. And there's this movie is overstuffed, I think, is probably the most generous criticism you could give it. Oh, my God. It's a fish and a duck and a turkey. There's a lot <laughs> happening. Like, as this I was thinking tur- about... Is, this is the turducken of Spider-Man movies and No Way Home exists. Uh, yes! So- <laughs> like, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, okay, explaining the plot lines of this movie... How do you even, because they just keep throwing shit at you and there's so many characters and there's these plot lines and they all kind of come together at the end, but you're like, we maybe could have caught one of these, like, <laughs> just to make a more cohesive movie. Anyway, there's a lot happening, guys. If you haven't seen Spider-Man 3, maybe just go go watch it right now. Go give it a watch just to see what you're missing. Uh, a lot happens. It also reminds you that we've made leaps and bounds in cinema, Yeah, which is, honestly, it wasn't terrible, okay? I'm not going to say the CGI was, like, terrible in it, but it's in that spot in cinema history where it's like, we haven't gotten good at this yet, and because a lot of this isn't practical, it's also not translating great. You know what I mean? Yep, yeah, absolutely. No, it's it's just slightly aged where you go, there's something... 
slightly off by the way the light's hitting that Spider-Man suit, or there's something weird about how they're mm-hmm. interacting with that surface. And you couldn't put your finger on it no. if you tried, but you just go, I've seen this done better now. And it's weird. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. it's not like, it doesn't completely pull you out. It's not like once you notice the furry butts in <laughs> Splash, like where you're yeah. like, nah! Like you're not screaming the whole time. But there's definitely something where it's like, it, it almost feels like like nostalgic in a way. Where yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm put back to a time... I'm in a movie theater right now watching this, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. When did this come out? Yeah, it's kind of like Steamboat, uh, Steamboat Willie versus Fantasia kind of thing, where you go like, oh yeah, they've learned how to animate Mickey Mouse now. Like you know, they've, yeah. they've, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he doesn't look like he's rubber hoses anymore. Uh, yeah, it's okay. just physics and computers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna do my best to explain this movie as concisely as I can. Okay, because like. My God, there's so much happening. Um, <laughs> it's also the key, third movie, yeah. Yes, okay, and there's like a lot of back stuff and like whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I think they the the opening credits is like other shit that happened in other, in the other movies and stuff that hasn't happened. It's like so crazy. Anyway, um, so the key here is that um, Spider Man has a big hard on for himself. Okay, he's really really into himself. He's digging himself. Okay. He wants to get married to Mary Jane. Mary Jane is uh, on Broadway right now, but is trash and gets sacked, okay? <laughs> Which he never really finds out about until much later in the movie for a reason I cannot comprehend. Anyway, so she's not having a great time, and she also doesn't feel like they're connecting at all, okay? At the same time, Spider-Man's also battling for a job at the newspaper against... Uh, Eddie Brock or soon to be Venom, uh, or not even soon to be, you're right. That doesn't happen until much later in the movie. It happens so late in the movie. And I'm like, this is actually the sick part of this. Why? Anyway, so, um, he's battling with Eddie Brock for a, um, for a job. For some reason, Spider-Man can't get a better shot of himself. Somehow, so insane. Anyway. <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense to me, but... <laughs> oh, no, I don't think... No, no, no. You can set up a whole thing for yourself. You're great. Okay, no problem. But we'll, we'll get into that. We've got so much to discuss. Anyway, um, at the same time, we also have uh, the Sandman becomes the Sandman. He uh, is a convict on the run. He's escaped prison. Um for doing, you know, he was in prison for petty crimes and also killing Uncle Ben, maybe. We're not sure. He's not in jail for that, but it comes up much later. I don't know. What, and again, <laughs> I like, lose it so many times. Like, this is like it's, watching Rebecca juggle, is what it is. You're like, right, and then this, and then this happens. <laughs> anyway, key important things is that Clint is now the, or Flint, sorry, he's now the Sandman. Um, which is, I'm sorry, I love that name. I think the Sandman's badass, and I love the Sandman as a villain. We're really going to get into that. Anyway, so we've got, uh, we've got the Sandman running around trying to steal money. We've got, uh, Spider-Man having a hard-on for himself, kissing another woman in public, and then trying to propose to Mary Jane and falling off. All at the same time, we also have, uh, we also have Harry, who is trying to, uh, um, you know, have, have vengeance, revenge for his dead father, uh, the Green Goblin, 
and is trying to kill Spider-Man. He then hits his head, forgets for part of the movie that he's trying to kill Spider-Man, and then remembers he's trying to kill (laughs) Spider-Man. All at the same time, we've got Spider-Man, who is getting infected with Venom, okay, and is becoming emo Spider-Man, and is for some reason having this effect on women that they like him, and I cannot convince myself as to why this all comes to a combination and i'm just gonna skip over some shit because fuck it okay we we get to the end of the movie where um he actually gets venom off of him who then gets on eddie brock who then turns into venom who then captures mary jane because he needs to kill spider-man because he stole his job and humiliated him and that is the only reason why (laughs) so anyway so he's going to kill Spider, trying to trap Spider-Man. He teams up with the Sandman. We get to the end. There's a taxi in the air. Um, Harry dies for no reason. Don't save me, okay? You could probably get me on the ground in five seconds, but no, I'm dead. Okay, we're done. Um, he then blows up Venom and Eddie Brock as they're separated because Eddie tries to save Venom. Um, and the Sandman... Oh, sorry, by the way, at one point, Spider-Man straight up believes he murders the Sandman. That's important also. And then the Sandman floats away into the, in, into the, the air, in the, into the wind, onto better things. And uh, Mary Jane and uh, Spider-Man end in a dance, which we assume they will be together forever. Is that? Yeah, I mean, that car, there, man, there is a lot going on in this movie. There's so there? much happening! And it didn't feel like this, yeah, I feel like the movie moved at all. Anyway, yeah, we'll get into all of that. Uh, there's some uh, weird choices that they made, some dubious oh moral stuff. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, like, uh, this, who's the villain? This movie is villains. Like, it's this so chock full villains. of villains. Yeah. Everyone's a villain. Spider-Man even turns into a villain. Everyone's a villain. Yeah. I would say your main one is Sandman and then like, well, Venom and Harry Osborn, the new goblin or hobgoblin yes. or whatever one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Venom. Um, yeah. I mean, that's that. Those are the three of them. And this movie, I'm just going to say this off the top, which is um, this is two different movies that they have blended together in some way yes there's so as much as i it's weird because sandman to me is the most interesting villain in this but i also feel like this isn't the movie that he should have been in you know 100 percent. i love the sandman i thought he had an interesting backstory i liked him as a character i thought i think his powers are cool I think watching somebody figure out their powers is always cool. I uh, yeah, I really I thought yes, more of this. But Less of this like my dad's vengeance. And maybe that's because like I didn't watch the first two movies like back to back following up to this. I kind of yeah. just watched this one dry. And maybe I would feel different emotionally if I had to watch the other two first. But I don't think so. I don't know. So. No, because what they did. So here's the thing. So let's just talk about Sandman. So they retcon Uncle Ben's death in this, right? Where in the first movie, th- th- we see the guy mug um, Uncle Ben. We see him shoot him. Spider-Man chases him through the street. And it's kind of this moment where he gets pushed out of a window. Spider-Man doesn't save him and he dies. And it's kind of this moment for Spider-Man where he goes like, oh, getting revenge is wrong. I need to be good. 
right? Um, and then they like retcon and they're like, they make it Sandman again so he can like repeat the same character beats that he went through in the first movie. And that's weird. Yeah. I don't like it when you change the story to be able to do something in one of the sequels, you know? Yeah, especially something you didn't need to do, probably. Yeah, and like there's other motivations I think that you could find that would piss off Spider-Man, you know, or make him want to seek revenge or like whatever. Because like it's kind of that's running parallel to like the dark turn he is because he's been infected with Venom, right? Yes. So I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's there's the Venom... uh Harry Osborne plot and mm. then there's the Sandman plot and those should have been two different Spider-Man movies and I know they were intended to be because it's like Sam Raimi just really likes Spider-Man sorry Sandman and wanted him in the movie like that's the reason and the studio was like no we got to have Venom otherwise the fans will kill us <laughs> <laughs> yeah fair enough <laughs> although we're gonna put him at the very end <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing, right? Is like it should have. I don't know who are we defending for. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going off. We're going. We're we're doing what this movie is doing and just being all over the place. Yes, you're right. Um, yeah, because as I said, I'm a real big sucker for that. Like, oh, I'm so angry, and I want to. I want to uh, give in to that anger, and I want to. Uh, uh, it makes me feel good when I treat other people badly. And when I have this power, I can do whatever I want and I don't have to think about other people. I think that's a super interesting thing for a superhero to go through, right? And to decide that, like, you want to get rid of it, especially that iconic, like, bell tower ripping the venom off mm -hmm. of him. I'm going to be a good person. I think it's great, but that should have been, like, halfway through the movie, you know, oh, yeah, or, for sure. or a quarter of the way through the movie. And then we see Eddie Brock take over and succumb to that leading to your final fight. Whereas really what we got was, I don't like this black suit anymore. He takes it off. Eddie Brock puts it on. And then that's the interaction they have is like their final fight is the first time they really come face to face. Well, with Venom, yeah. Yeah, with Venom. Yeah, exactly. And Oh, and my God. Even Eddie Brock is introduced so awkwardly. Like, he just shows up at a, a thing and is like, by the way, I'm Eddie Brock. I'm dating your daughter, uh, Gwen, who is in trouble. And we're now you know who I am, and I'm going to be a main character in this. And you're like, I feel like you should have been introduced way earlier in this. For sure. And also... <laughs> have any concern for whether your girlfriend dies. <laughs> I was screaming during that scene. I was fucking losing it, dude. He says that so calmly, like, oh yeah, and that's my girlfriend up there. Is, your you daughter. Know, yeah. <laughs> just maybe plunging to her death, you know, as she does. And like, the other thing about this Eddie Brock is like, they did kind of just such a gloss over about like him kind of being a shitty and uncaring person. But like, I feel like he's traditionally more of like a down on his luck, Peter Parker. Yeah. And there's a couple of scenes where I can defend this guy for sure. Like I, th I don't think like, because you've been around longer is an argument for why you should have a job over somebody else. 
No, absolutely not. And you know I, what think- I mean, there's that whole scene of like, look at this guy, look at how much of a ham he is or whatever. And it's just kind of like, OK, well, this guy's lapping it up and he's your boss. So like just you got to play the game. That's a that's a part of this. Right. Because you you're can't talk- be so personally mad at this guy. And you're talking specifically about the scene where J. Jonah Jameson, J.K. Simmons, love him. Uh, yes, iconic. fantastic. Um, has a staff job, for a staff photographer job at the Daily Bugle. Eddie Brock is going in, and Eddie Brock says, hey, um, I, I know that there's more to pictures than just grabbing a picture of Spider-Man. I know about lighting and composition and all the rest. And... Can you convince me that Eddie Brock is a better photographer than Peter Parker? Absolutely. You want to know why? Peter has too many irons in the fire. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're telling me he's a super genius science kid going to university, uh, dating MJ, and then spider Manning on the side and he's got a part-time job as a photographer. His photography skills have not gotten better since high school. Let's just put it, let's, let's be that generous to him. They have, yeah. he has not had time to invest in his skill set. Is Eddie Brock a better photographer? 100%. It's, yeah. Plus, it's, it's you, dude. I, I don't know. Okay. Like, and I know you're saying you can't take a better photo of yourself than somebody else. Okay. And I would yeah. agree with you, like, as far as, like, Lighting, composition, all that kind of stuff goes, okay? But can you catch yourself doing something more interesting than this guy? Fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. You couldn't have fucking heartbeat, man. Okay? Yeah, okay, okay. Like, even when he's asking for a crime, like, my first thought was, dude, go steal, like, an orange. Like, go steal, like, an orange. Something where people would be like, ah, he gets an orange. He's Spider-Man. Like, ah. (laughs) Like, I think there's there's some low-tier stuff of, like, if he stole, like, a a chocolate bar from a Walmart or something, everybody would be like, well, yeah, yeah, but everybody steals from Walmart. (laughs) You see it? He shot shot the thing with a web and yanked it out of the store. Is that even really stealing? No, it's not. Yeah, Yeah. right? Like, just something up for public debate. You could get yourself a job so fast if that is your true desire. Although every time I see these superheroes, I'm always like, I literally would never have a job in my fucking life. No. Like, what? So you would be a supervillain, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes, of course I would be. So fast. What are we talking about here? Yes, okay. I'm talking about a little bit of, like, listen, am I saving people? Absolutely, okay. Yeah. Am I taking some off the top? You fucking bet. Okay, you bet, man. Okay. I get, I collect all this money back from this bank robbery. Oh, oh, we've slipped a couple of hundy in the back pocket, dude, for there's my, a, there's for my a, services. There's a Superman tax on this. <laughs> a, well, that's what I'm saying, dude. How can I do my job properly if I can't eat? Okay. You can't do that. Okay. I have to fund myself. A little bit off the top. Nobody complains. You're right. Oh, I don't Am know. I, uh, I don't know. Those that that bag was missing when I retrieved it. Uh, you're not wrong. You know. Okay. Uh, in the same sense of a super villain, would I be making my every choice by my own moral decisions every day? Yeah, for sure. Who do yeah. I steal from? The people I don't like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think what we're discovering here is you're kind of a little more of a Catwoman type vibe. <laughs> you're, Ooh, you're that moral yeah, gray area. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, yeah. we're playing with yeah, a line yeah. for sure. So fast. I uh, should not have powers I would ever. be fucking Spider-Man, wouldn't I? I'd be like goody two-shoe. Goody <laughs> two-shoe. I'd be like, oh, I'll save your cat from a tree, miss. Like, I would be, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, just, I always picture you as the Hulk, buddy. You picture me as the Hulk? <laughs> always. Why? <laughs> Not because you have any anger issues at all. Okay, it's because I'm wearing a green me. shirt today. That's what it's even the slightest <laughs> like update. But just because you're a you're a man of science. Oh, true. Which, you're by the way, science and because you, I've never seen you pop off in my head, I'm like, he's got to have a pop off. <laughs> I've popped off. I'm never around you, but yeah, there's been a few times in my life where I've popped off and it's, uh, that's ugly. Uh, I don't know. Well, like but I'm, what yeah. I'm saying is, is I feel like if you did, it would be like having the Hulk in the room. Like Fair. everybody be like, oh shit, son. Like, <laughs> we took this too far. <laughs> yes. It's going down. Oh, Craig. Oh no. Oh no. Uh, we yeah. didn't know he could push him that far. Uh, fair. yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> fair. Although I will say Spider-Man, I think holds the record for the number of villains with PhDs. Uh, speaking of doctors and science people, <laughs> like I was going through it. Uh, it's so, true. So you got Spider-Man is also a man of science. Yeah, I mean, let's go through them in order, right? So uh, Harry Osborn, uh, not Harry, sorry. Um, what's his name? Norman Osborn in the first one. Mm-hmm. He's a scientist. He's a PhD, right? Doctor Osborn or whatever. First villain. He, he's he's Doc Ock for sure. Um, oh, Doc yeah. Connors. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you mean the, the, these guys with Doc? <laughs> yeah, all of them have doctor I'm, or doctors or are like university scientists. Like, um, like the abbreviation of an evil doctor. Like you have to yeah. call them Doc. Like that's what they have on their on their wall. <laughs> like a medical doctor is an MD. Yes. <laughs> and an evil doctor is a doc. They're a. And that's your that's your evil doctorate. That's your. <laughs> they your all have them on the walls. Studies, I think that's super yeah. fun. Yeah. Oh, I love it too. Yeah. Oh. So you're right. These happen. guys are educated. Yeah. Spider Man has for sure has the highest IQ of any. Like the Spider Man villain, uh, villain rogues gallery. I guess is what you call it. Most educated of any villain out there. I have never thought about this. Yeah. Yeah. These guys have. It's they're out here with purpose. They've every, got a mission. <laughs> and everything in this universe is science gone wrong. Like everything <laughs> That's is, true. is yes. do not science. Uh, <laughs> if we can jump over to Sandman for a quick second. Of here, course, of course. Because his creation in this is the dumbest thing. <laughs> I've ever seen. So here's his origin story. He is running away from the cops. We've already established he's got a sick daughter. He's got to steal money. He's broken out of prison. He is running away. Um, He has just left, by the way, uh, his, the apartment of his family in New York City. Yes. So same night, he is running away from the cops. So he is within walking distance of Manhattan. Let me just point this out. This is walking distance of Manhattan. And he jumps a fence and falls into an open pit science experiment (laughs) protected by nothing but like literally a chain link fence. He falls in this pit of sand as they're gearing up this like particle experiment. 
And they go, there's something up in there. And the scientists go, it's probably just a bird. Go ahead with it anyway. They'll fly away when it's ready. They don't have cameras in this pit where they're turning atoms into dust. They just go ahead with the experiment. I don't know about you, but when I picture particle physics experiments, they're not happening outdoors where just anything can fucking blow in. You know what I mean? Like, that's not... How do you control for that? Put a fucking roof over this thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? We want to investigate how our energy source interacts with sand for some reason. Okay. Make sure it's pure sand. Make sure a bird's not going to fly in there. Make sure, like, you know, uh, uh, fucking... uh, a uh, 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 chip bag doesn't fly in and cause things like you know, you have to control for things in science this uh, this upset me so much the idea of just open pit <laughs> science just Plus doing science like chill about it oh <laughs> they're so chill they're just like seems to be a disturbance in the pit uh must be a bird once we start it off it'll fly away yeah and i'm like who who <laughs> Do you want to put a camera in there to check to make sure it's not one of your guys who went out to get it and fell in? Like, it just seems like such a massive safety problem. Yeah, it seems like it's like it's like in uh, Armageddon where they're like, let's just hire drill guy, <laughs> oil drillers to be like astronauts. It's like, yeah, we hired this guy because none of our scientists know how to push a button. So we hired this guy. He's the best. He's he the knows best. how to push a button. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just absolutely nuts. And by the way, the pit is like three feet from the fence too. Like there's like no air. Like he hops the fence, takes two steps and falls in the pit. Like it is such a small area that this happens over. It's unbelievable. Um, I also want to say in Sandman's defense, the CGI for Sandman also gets worse as the movie goes on. Did you notice that? So, like, his creation scene where, like, all of a sudden he's, like, learning to put yeah. himself together from the sand. I was like, oh, my God, this actually looks gorgeous for 2007. Like, this looks great. And then, like, in the final battle, I'm like, well, this looks like shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I had so much fun laughing at this movie. There's so many good parts. One thing that um, – one scene I really wanted to talk about with the sand – well, first of all, I think – we can both agree there's an incredible miss opportunity of like, I want one scene where it's just the Sandman going not like just just devastating, just devastating streets, people, everything with just a little peppy Mr. Sandman over the top. Mr. Sandman. Oh, it's all I want. It's all I want. Just somebody fucking thrashing to that song. Actually, that would be very fun. Oh, I think that'd be awesome. I want that so I want that more than anything. Um, but to say uh, the one scene that really bothered. Well, first of all, uh, Spider-Man just straight up thinks he murders him. Yeah. So <laughs> he's, he's like, an evil. That's chill. He's in kind of like evil venom. You killed Uncle Ben. I'm going to kill you mode. Yes. Okay. So like, yeah, totally just feels like it's like, yeah, just killed him. No problem. No due process on this. I am the. Uh, yeah, the judge and jury on this. Um, and then there's a scene. No, it was the, the scene before this, and it's the one that really bothers me about this, like the way they do Spider Man and the way he's kind of operating, is that um, the Sandman's stealing money from a from just like a truck. Okay, one of those like a security truck. He's stealing some money. 
And this truck has gone like rogue. Okay, like it's like there's sand in the front, the gas pedals push. It's just going through the streets, just devastating everything. At this moment, Spider-Man's instinct is like, I have to catch the guy that's stealing the money and not, I have to stop this vehicle that's definitely going to kill a bunch of people. And I'm like, why? What is going on? Because and, and that to me, anytime I see a scene like that, I'm like, oh, so Spider-Man's the police then. He doesn't actually, he's just like, he's just like managing money and people's property. Okay, you're actually not trying to keep anybody really safe in this moment. Okay, you're not here to help society. You're like, hey, that guy's stealing. Stealing Who bad. gives a fuck? Yeah, stop the truck. Stop the runaway stop truck. Stop the truck first. If you can catch this guy after, like, and that's, true, that's great. Bonus. And that bonus. is classic Spider-Man, right? Stopping trucks, stopping trains, stopping. There's. It's so funny to me how there is a very specific skill set that Spider-Man is uh, set up for, and the movies always make it happen. Uh, someone falling out of a building. That's for Spider-Man. Saw a truck that needs to be stopped. Oh, man, the web's going to stop that, you know? Yes. Yeah. But Sandman himself has a very sympathetic motivations, I think, which is his daughter is sick and she needs money to for for medicine, I guess. Is the, the Yeah, the answer. real villain here is the US government. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to really say US yourself. medical system. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh I had that as a villain on my list for sure. Yeah, 100%. This is the Breaking Bad situation where any other country in the world this doesn't happen. Yeah, like, this guy is never a villain. Like, he's just, like, bopping around, living his life. Probably has some, like... Some some regular job or yeah whatever. he's uh, he's probably an Uber driver in the in in Toronto you know what I mean like he's an Uber driver yeah in <laughs> in New York City he's turned into sand in a unregulated physics experiment happening way too close to <laughs> populated areas and becomes a Spider Man villain and in Toronto they just be like yeah my daughter's sick right now it's kind of rough I have to add a couple uh, shifts a week to pay yeah. for uh, pay for some extra expenses. But uh, other than that, it's really great. Yeah. You know what I really like about him as a villain is he's got this extra layer to him of um, no matter what he does, this perfect pettiness, mm. which is, have you ever tried to get sand out of yourself? My God. <laughs> oh. oh, he fucks you twice. <laughs> It's so bad, okay, because he fucks you up once, okay, yep. that's the beatdown. And then afterwards, the reminder is trying to get this shit out of your ears for the next month. Oh, and Congratulations. A, a skin-tight Spider-Man outfit? Like, one, there's no way that the sand isn't getting in there. And two, oh. there's no way you'd ever get it out. You could turn that thing completely inside out, put it through the wash. It's The, the sand, I'm going to say, is going to be harder to get out than venom. Is what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Dude, I almost... Okay, so one time... And I've told this story on the podcast before, but um, one time I got kicked up. Like, I almost, like... Uh, I almost drowned one time, like, straight up. <laughs> anyway, but I got kicked up um, underneath and just, like, whirled around with all this sand and water and everything and got, like, skidded back to the shore, right? After yep. that, I swear to God, a full month full month i was still pulling sand out of my ears yeah oh sand Come is insidious on. yeah dude so that's what i'm saying i love this i love this villain okay because he's got that extra layer of petty on top that i love i think it's a really nice just mwah, that's your signature move right love just, it 
sand in your ears forever. But you're right. So uh, Spider-Man does try and kill him, which basically he does by like dissolving him in water. Like he basically and wets he him down. And he fully believes he's killed him. Yeah. And it's just kind of like true. That's fine. And thought his aunt was going to be stoked. Oh, yeah. that's a That was actually like Ugh. a really gross... Like I, uh, like him bragging to Aunt. Yeah, like him bragging to Aunt May was weirdly disturbing. Like less, less so for me when he was actually doing it because you could understand how, as spy, as as an evil Spider-Man, you would be convinced that you needed to seek vengeance in order to, to you know, make the the tables balance or whatever the tables of justice, but. Him bragging about it to Aunt May. I don't know if this is a good moment or a bad moment because it was an effective moment where I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I don't like that you're bragging about the guy, Spider-Man, having killed that guy, you know, or taking joy in it. It seems grosser than the actual act itself somehow. Well, I think and I think my big problem with this movie is, is I actually like very little that Spider-Man does. Yeah. I like very little of what he does. And even before even before Venom gets attached, like there's stuff that this guy does where I'm like, what are you doing? Such as? Okay. Oh, man. Okay, so like literally everything with MJ, I was screaming. <laughs> I was screaming the whole time. Okay, so first of all, number one, I hate, I hate, hate, hate when you're like, hey, can you listen to my problems? And the other person goes, I know how you feel. You're going to be fine. And it's just yeah. like, you need, I, I don't need advice here. I just need to listen and to vent and for somebody to go, it's going to be okay. But like in a soft, nice way, not like, oh, you're amazing. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm worried I, I might get that. fired from the show. Mm-hmm. No, you were great. I was there. It's wonderful. Like there's there's room for that, but like when someone comes to you with like the real concern, yeah, he does not listen at all. He does. At all. Peter Parker makes everything about him in this mm-hmm. sense. He goes like, "Well, I know what it's like to have all those eyes on you because I'm Spider Man, and people didn't like Spider Man at first, and now they love Spider Man. It's like great." The conversation you're having is about how much everyone loves Spider-Man. The conversation she's having is, I don't think people like me as an actress. Yeah, and like, those I are not the same conversations. Like miscommunication, stuff like this. But like the way he was presented the entire movie, that he was a fucking asshole. And I know that was yeah. kind of like the main point of it is that he gets really inflated and then getting attached to Venom is also going to like amplify that because they even mention like it it attaches to your own emotions and stuff you're already feeling and kind of amplifies that, especially aggression. But it'll also do it for other things too, right? So... At no, yes, at no point does this guy do anything I fucking like. Number two, okay. Engagement ring and a champagne glass. You are Spider-Man, sir. That is the most basic bitch thing I have ever heard in my entire life. In a ring and a champagne glass. First of all, Why this was ever a standard anywhere is beyond me. Here's a sticky ring for your finger. (laughs) Not only here's a ring for your finger, uh, here's a ring that my great aunt has been, (laughs) oh, I guess it's his real aunt, okay, has been uh, uh, wearing for 30 years, 40, what do they say, 50? 
Possibly. Yeah, I don't think he point. went to have it cleaned. No. Oh, you got to put that thing in the ultrasonic cleaner, you know, to get the bubbles going. Oh, because like all the little dirt and oils are getting in under that, <laughs> the, the setting and all the rest. Like, it's gross, you know, like, and to put it in your champagne, I don't want to mm. drink that. Ew. Mm. Oh, 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 I hate, I hate it. Oh, I hate it so much. Yeah, to you further could... my point, you're Spider-Man. This isn't this isn't acceptable for a regular man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anybody, you're Spider-Man. You were making out on a web not not three scenes ago. Okay. The standard. You won MTV's Kiss. Okay. Best Kiss. <laughs> God damn it! What are you doing? Okay, for the love of God, get out there, get creative. You can yes. go on any building. You can do anything. You can take her anywhere. Okay, and Roof. you got her in a restaurant with a ring and a glass, sir. He could literally do a web across the Brooklyn Bridge, saying "Marry me, Mary Jane," which a, a terrible sentence. Come up with something better than that. Uh, will you be mine, MJ? It's something. Marry no, me, Mary Jane. It's all bad. It's all. Yeah, no writing. Oh, no writing either. No writing. I no don't writing. accept it. Okay, fair enough. You're oh, so you're just saying like even spectacle wise, take her to the top of the uh, of the Empire State Building on the spire, look out on the city, be make me the happiest man in the world. Although there is literally (laughs) anywhere just you could go for a stroll as a human. Okay. And land on a better spot. I will. I will in defense of Peter Parker. What I will say is I can understand that you would want certain efforts to be Spider-Man and you would want certain efforts to be Peter Parker. Right? Like you, when you Mary Jane has to tell the story of how you got what he did when he proposed, she can't be saying, "Well, he uh, spun a web for me at the top of the Empire State Building, and we's oh right because I just outed you as Spider Man, right?" Well, yeah, but you just make a, then you give them the champagne glass story and you snicker. I guess. Yeah, like, I guess that's true. You're done. You know what I mean? You just lie a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Bruce, but Bruce just, Campbell in that scene is great, though. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Love I it. just, uh, no, it, it's just a no for, and maybe it's just a personal choice. Not for me across, not for Spider-Man, not for me across the board. I don't care for it. Okay, and I know, I'm sorry, I know this is a villain part, but I have so many, okay, you don't kiss another woman the same day you're going to propose. No. This is very important. <laughs> no. And I don't think she made a big enough deal. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think so either, Craig. I'm really glad you feel that way. <laughs> what were th- your thoughts when you were watching this? Here are my thoughts. This is even before she says this line in the movie where I go, you can't totally different. You're Spider-Man. You're keeping appearances. She goes, can I give you a kiss? And he goes, sure. Plant one on me. And she kisses you on the masked cheek. Great. Oh, yeah, that's fine. That's, Your grandmother would do that. It's public. Yeah, it's public, whatever. How cute. Look, the girl he saved kissed Spider-Man. We're all good. But that is her kiss. Oh, is her she? Kiss. Yeah, they have won awards. They have won awards. Let me tell you this, Rebecca. As far as I'm aware, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but there have been two named kisses in the entire history of human beings. You know how long people have been kissing? Two things are named kisses. There is the French kiss, kiss, the kiss with tongue. Yeah. And then that was it until 2001. 
and they invented the Spider-Man kiss. Someone says, give me a Spider-Man kiss. You know exactly what you mean, right? Like head back on the couch or something and like, you know, Mm -hmm. like upside down kiss is the Spider-Man kiss. There are two named kisses in all of him. Do you know how much we kiss? And we've only named two styles. I'm sure Uh, we could probably find in the depths of the internet a few more. But sure. to ones that come to mind immediately. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, there should be more styles than that, but there's not. And that's there. And you do that kiss to another girl? Scandalous. Scandalous. Oh, oh dude, would she? And this is like, like the. In front of her. You, you gotta mean it. Like, I, that's a pretty cocky thing to say. And I'm still 100% on board when she's like, that was our kid. I'm like, you're damn right it was. Yeah. You're damn right. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm fucking losing it. Also, to find out at that dinner that, at, at the, uh, the proposal dinner, oh. the supposed proposal dinner, that, that he is actually friends with her as Peter Parker and knows her in real life. Knows okay. who she is. Knows who she is, saves oh, her, and oh. he's the one that prompts the kiss. It's not even like she's like, ooh, let me make out with you. He's like, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. And also, oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's super bad. That's super bad. Oh, Mary Jane is so right to walk out on Spider-Man in this. It, yes. So right. The only, the only reason why they are together at the end is because he is Spider-Man. <laughs> it's the only reason they're together at the end. Yeah, that's If that true. was any other man, okay, any, just anybody, okay, there's 0% chance she's getting back together with that person. He also brings this woman that he kissed to antagonize her after they break up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, presumably there is a very long, drawn out and very emotional conversation that the two of them have had at some point explaining the nature of venom and how it takes you over and all the rest. Mm -hmm. Uh, We never see that though. They just are like, oh, he saved me again. So it's all good. Like, yeah, but he flat out punches her. Yes. Like he's in a fight. Like, first of all, oh my God, you show up. Okay. You show up to your ex's (laughs) place of work with the girl that she whether or not you were cheating or not, or whether or not you had feelings for her while you were in the relationship is completely aside. She thought you did, right? She thought you were making out with this girl. So you show up at her place of work with that girl, get up on stage and dance. And that was weird. Uh, <laughs> Do that. Okay. I, I that forgot how insane that scene was. I remember the part that people were like upset about is him walking down the street being like this. Dude, and I, I was, was like cackling, cackling. Oh. I, I, I realized I went this. I had finger guns. Oh, yeah. So- <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I was fucking dying watching that whole thing unfold because, well, first of all, I'm like, okay, the, I have to assume this was meant to be comical, right? Yeah. Like, this, is, this is, this can't be, because the idea that this guy thinks he's sexy is kind of like, if a kid in the 60s wrote what it was like to be cool? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Like, it's not, yep. It's, and plus the transformation of him was destroying me. So first we got a little bit of eyeliner. Okay, he starts putting on some eyeliner, which is like, I am me now. Like, it's, it's and then he does the hair thing and it 
it's just like his hair is a little like covering his forehead now. And just I don't know why. It makes me laugh so hard because he looks so fucking stupid. It's true. And it's like <sighs> I love how they made fun of that in um into the Spider-Verse. Uh it's like we don't talk about that. Uh just as a throwaway <laughs> line. Um <laughs> But this does lead me nicely into Venom in this movie. So we do have an entire episode on the movie Venom, but like Mm. Venom in this seems a little different to me. So one, it's a space thing. It's just trying to survive. It's just bonding to things. And as Doc Connors says, it just seems to enhance whatever is going on. Yeah. So so Peter Parker, Spider-Man, already kind of being a dick when we start off. And this sort of amplifies it. That's under no will of Venom itself, right? Mm -hmm. Um, We don't get that the Venom wants to be violent or wants to eat anybody in this movie, right? It's just, I'm attached to you and I'm going to help, like, boost up whatever you're doing or feeling. Oh, yeah. It's like arguing whether, like, a pill is evil. Yeah. It's like you're not, you know what I mean? You you take this little pill, it gives you superpowers. You can't call the pill evil. You know no. what I mean? Necessarily. It's a it's not it's just fusing. Yeah. I, I mean I would even go so far as to say venom in this movie is pretty much just a microphone. It's like whatever you're yeah. saying is what you're saying, and it's not it's like, oh, it's the it's the microphone's fault because it made it loud. No, it's mm-hmm. fucking not. You're the one that said it. You said it. Um So in that sense, I'm just fully defending Venom in this. And then he gets ripped from his home, right? And just cast off onto some other guy who he doesn't have a bond with and is once again just enhancing all these negative feelings that the two have for each other. But in the sense of like him acting all emo or whatever and that being the effect, I think largely what the effect is is confidence, Earned or not, on behalf of <laughs> Peter Parker, that's a confidence. Earned or not. Earned or not, but like he's walking down the street and he's like looking at women and he's like winking at them. And it's so cheesy. It is so cheesy, but actually rewatching the movie now, it's not that the women are looking at him being like, ooh, look at that guy. There's a little bit hint of that in there, but you can easily interpret the same looks as like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Why is he looking and winking at me? Like, if you saw uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Toby Maguire walking down the street and be like, you, you, you would give him the same look. You'd be like, what? Gross. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, gives him the confidence to ask for the full-time job that he wants. Also I guess, legit. I just- <laughs> Like, it I gives did him not the confi- like his Hannah Montana. You know what I'm saying? I did no, not care exa- for it. Exactly. And it gives him the confidence to be a total ass to girls. Uh, this is basically Venom in this is a bit of like QAnon conspiracy. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, uh, feels good because I'm the smartest guy in the room. Uh, <laughs> but you got to shake that off. You know what I mean? Oh, God. So <laughs> I could honestly, I couldn't. Anytime I saw him with his like little hair or just yelling something like 
<laughs> like when he's yelling at his uh his neighbor to fix his door like yeah and that's the other thing where you go like uh they make such a, he's like fix the damn door and then you'll get your rent I'm going to also say confidence wise, having the confidence to tell your landlord that they need to fix something that is wrong with your apartment is not inherently evil uh, or wrong. He apologizes for it later. Mm -hmm. And then his landlord is like, that's okay. Just make it up to me by buying me a pizza sometime. No, no, no. You're the landlord. You get the, you get the, I'm sorry. And you take it and you fix the guy's damn door. Yeah. No, he should fix that door. For he sure. should fix that door. <laughs> all landlords should fix all their doors. Yes. We like take the, this the, stance. The fucking doorknobs coming off of this thing when like Aunt May comes over. You know, like Mary yeah. Jane can't get through it. That's a fire hazard. Uh, that is a slumlord landlord. That's what I'm going to say. Absolutely. Okay. So Eddie Brock himself, I think he's not, like he's just kind of slimy. I think there's certain scenes, like I would say, like you can defend where it's like, yeah, like just because you've been there longer doesn't mean you get the job. He yeah. does Photoshop a yeah. a picture of Spider-Man, but then gets assaulted for it, which seems like uh, I, that seems a little heightened. I think that's a little too much there, buddy. Yeah, because he gets pushed into the picture or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, by Peter Parker. Yeah. So... With regards to the photoshopping, obviously don't photoshop photos and like frame Spider-Man for stealing things, but it is also the Daily Bugle. Like, okay, that's not, actually what I had jotted that down as well. Yes. It's not like their uh, journalistic integrity is super high anyway. Like it's, it's this weird, they've printed lies about Spider-Man before. A hundred percent. It's like when you see those, uh, like, I, oh, they're always at the grocery store and you walk by that rack where it's like, aliens took over my brain. And you're like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Whoever's reading this probably already thought it anyway. So it's fine. What harm? Exactly. Yeah. And, and it's a deal that Peter Parker has made with the devil himself. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm going to take these pictures of Spider-Man, but it's fine so long as you write the mean headlines that go wrong with it. Mm -hmm. But as soon as you're like taking pictures that actually show that Spider-Man's the menace, suddenly that's not okay. Like the Photoshopping isn't good, but like, I don't know why you're hiding behind the fact that like I take real pictures of Spider-Man and then they trash him. Yeah. Can I say that just as a point, like I, there's so much to say about this movie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, just as a point, can I say that I think like I'm trying to pick one out, but I feel like most of this movie is just like women making correct decisions. <laughs> yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Like, uh, what was her name? Gwen. Incredible. Front to back. Everything this woman does. Correct. Okay. Okay. So like, when she gets, so doesn't go out with Eddie again, is like, you know what? Like, it's not that serious. Like, kind of, it's just like, no, let's not do that. Spider-Man offers you a kiss. Absolutely. Okay. That's a, that's a yes again. Of course you do. Um, you then, 
when you're and okay and i know we talked about how harsh this scene was but gwen does something here where i'm like yeah no she's actually giving you a signal right now which is um like mj's like oh well she had uh, her polished nails all over you right and it's okay. like true yes she was touching his shoulder but you know one of the first things that came out of her mouth it's so exciting to meet you he hasn't yeah. stopped talking but i've heard so much about you yeah yeah that's yeah, girl yeah. speak for i got you <laughs> like I got I, i've you. got yeah. you i know you're here he's talked about you he's not being shady these are the this is how this goes then after they break up they go out on a date she realizes that she's being used as a prop and leaves immediately what 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 movies were you seeing that happen? Not a lot. You don't see it a lot, and she makes all the correct decisions. <laughs> she does. Yes, hundred percent. You're absolutely Bounces right. Out. I am absolutely team one full way. <laughs> Men in this universe are shit. <laughs> oh yeah, they're not. They're not making great calls. Okay, she they're goes, not making great I'm, calls. I'm never dating another Daily Bugle photographer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, somehow I know. Can you imagine of. that back to back? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know that's an anecdote for her now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she tells all her friends for sure. Um, now, I feel like we definitely, we got to talk about Harry. Of course we do. We have to really talk about him. We do, we do, we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did it seem, I, again, I didn't watch the second movie before this, but did it seem like he went like to 11 way too early? Like he went zero to eleven. He was just like, "I'm killing to- I'm killing Peter Parker, my best friend, from the get in this movie." Yes, but I kind of took that as an extenuate, like an extended version of his dad being mentally unwell. Okay, you know what you I think mean. He's suffer- yeah, like he's okay. hearing voices. He's getting instructions. Eh. I think uh, I, I think at eleven kind of makes sense. Okay, fair enough. Because to me, his whole... Like, because the movie starts and, like, he gasses himself, like, gives him the Green Goblin. He gets the super strength, whatever. um, And, like, immediately goes to try and kill Peter Parker, Spider-Man. Like, that's the first kind of fight we see in this action movie is Harry and Peter fighting. If it's me, I'm sorry. But, like, if I get the information of, hey, by the way, your dad took all this gas and became the Green Goblin that flew around on a little scooter and shot bombs at people, mm-hmm. uh, and Spider-Man murdered him, therefore I need to murder Spider-Man, is such a jump. Like, you know, like, you're not going to take a step back and be like, nah, maybe dressing up like a goblin and flying around New York City shooting bombs at people is, like, extenuating circumstances but spider-man doesn't do that spider-man avenges uncle ben twice immediately (laughs) yes no i'm saying excluding spider-man just like if someone came to you rebecca Mm. reads and they're like your dad flies around dressed as a goblin on a jet pack yeah and throws bombs at people okay and then your dad turns up dead (laughs) are you going to be like whoever did this is going to fucking pay. Or are you going to be like, what the hell is happening? I don't know. Hard to say. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> hard to say, really. Because that's a lot of information that I'm getting <laughs> that is like, well, take a step back, think this through. Here's the thing. Okay, if I'm getting gassed up, right? Like, I probably gas up right away if I'm being real. Okay. Okay. I'm gassing up right away, right? 
um, as soon as I discover all of this business. Gotta gas up, right? If you gas up right away, who knows how this is going to react? You might become unhinged immediately. Oh, and I think that is the implication with the Green Goblin serum. Well, exactly. And I mean, what are you going to do? Not gas yourself? (laughs) Yes, I think that would be my... (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, well, my dad tried this experimental drug, went fucking crazy... I can't stress this enough. Dressed as a goblin, flew around the city trying to blow people up. You know, a long introspective vacation at the very least is what I'm prescribing. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Harry, uh, he's sort of all over the place in this. He is because he has like a redemption arc where he comes back to help. I don't get when people are just like, no, just let me die. (laughs) (laughs) He's just lying there and he's like, all right, we're going to get you help. And he's like, no, just let me go. And everyone in that scene collectively goes, yeah, all right. (laughs) Fair enough. You had a good run, buddy. Uh, (laughs) It's kind of the superhero equivalent of like refusing uh, to let someone pay for the check. <laughs> like uh, someone's like, I got this. No, no, please let me get it. And you're supposed to offer a second time, you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you nobody. Go, no, even no, can... I insist. I <laughs> insist on bringing you to the. <laughs> <laughs> I insist on saving your life. <laughs> it's kind of what us superheroes do. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, and to say, uh, as I, I mean, um. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson is like obviously kind of a villain also but to say Spider-Man is kind of a menace <laughs> yeah, a little bit yeah so you know point for you buddy I think uh, I-, I get it he is kind of a menace okay he straight up like if we're going to if we're going to get mad at um, Harry for going after Spider-Man right away, then we got to hold Spider-Man to the same standards, and he does it twice. <laughs> yeah, he, he does. He believes he's straight, like, he just goes and straight up murders the Sandman. And the Sandman is really only responsible for theft, right? Well, and, and killing I, Uncle Ben. <laughs> and killing Uncle Ben. Yeah, the gun went <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the hard part, right, is like... I think it would have been better if the cops had been wrong about that for him, right? Like, if Peter Parker had chased down and, like, thought he had killed Sandman because the police thought that he was implicated in the murder, and then it turns out it wasn't. Like, he was, you know, he could have been the accomplice of the guy who did pull the trigger, but he wasn't there. Because that gives him a better, like, I was the wrong wrong place at the wrong time. I'm a good guy. I just didn't catch any good breaks. I think he even says that. He's like, I'm not a bad guy. I've just had a bad run of luck. Absolutely. Like, I think. Oh, he's, and, and the, you know, he's right. You know, Sandman is right in this movie because the way that it's resolved is just like a nice conversation at the end. Yeah. yeah I forgive you. <sighs> just floating away in the wind. Yeah, so I think he said, I didn't want this, but I had no choice. My daughter was dying. I needed money. I was scared. The gun went off by accident. Like, and then just gone. Like, presumably to live another day to to help his daughter, right? Like, 
Yeah, I just yes, all all the scenes with Spider Man just trying to get like to capture him instead of like saving people just freaked me out. I, could, I was like, stop the truck, man! Why do you care if he's taking a couple of suitcases? Who cares about money? Look how much money is being wasted on the road. There's no way what's inside of this car or inside of this truck is worth more than what's outside of it. Oh, yeah, like in terms of like trashing the place. Just and, like, like damage, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, that what crane. What is going on here? That crane fucked up that building so hard that uh, mm-hmm. when Gwen's falling out of it, that crane scene, so much damage and makes zero sense if you look at it. Uh, cranes don't. You know how cranes fail? They don't swing around wildly and smash into buildings. They collapse. That's yeah. how cranes... At one point, this bothers... Oh, I, <laughs> I, hate, I hate that this bothers me. I hate that I'm this guy. <laughs> I hate that I'm this guy. But at one point, the crane swings by, and it knocks... It's holding an I-beam, and that I-beam breaks through all the windows. Okay, fine. But then later, the cr- crane beam swings through at the same level. So either it's not whole, like, I guess they could have lowered it. I don't know. It's crazy. It just doesn't, it doesn't make sense if you look at it. Anyway. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that this bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way a crane is strong enough to like knock down a bill or into a building like that. It would buckle and break under its own weight. Anyway, there we go. (sighs) I said it. It's out. Better out than in. Oh my God. Oh, do you have anything else? I feel like, I I mean, I could talk about this movie for hours for sure. I mean, Sandman should have been in his own movie. Venom should have been in their own movie. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know where the Harry part fits in that, but um, the movie would have been better. I can't believe I'm a villain podcast. I'm saying this. The movie would have been better with fewer villains. Yeah. I, yeah, I know that's, uh, that's strange for us, but I do agree I think one less, just one yeah. less, and it would have made everything so much more understandable. Would have hummed along, clear motivations, clear, yeah. Yeah, and the other thing is that all they really want to do is get Spider-Man, and that's so boring. Yeah. Like, try and accomplish something and have Spider-Man get in your way. There we go. There we go. What's your, who's your favorite Spider-Man? Ooh, um tom holland i think yeah Yeah, he's really knocking it out of the park he just is and i gotta say he feels what i really liked about him is he just and i know he's like a little older or whatever but he he looks yeah like he looks like spider-man was supposed to like you know what i mean the first couple movies you're like yeah you're a kid because you're you're supposed to be a kid (laughs) yeah and uh uh quick spoiler here for spider-man uh no way home cut cut ahead if you want cut cut ahead ahead if you want but i'm just gonna say this uh i'll uh wait 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 andrew garfield was fucking phenomenal in no way home yeah Uh, and i mean this is yeah this is sort of spoiling what i'm gonna say a little later but like i don't care uh it's uh he i was like oh I kind of want to see more of you as Peter Parker in this universe. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I just felt like he was really, really good in, in that movie in particular. He was really good. And plus yeah. I, I just found that movie really good. I liked it. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. And we got to see Sandman again. 
And you know what? They had way more villains and they did they it. Did. <laughs> and they did. And that one didn't seem overstuffed, right? No, no. I think we have a structure problem. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Maybe it's not yeah, a villain yeah. prize though. We got structure issues. <laughs> but also, yeah, Sandman's final redemption in that, in that movie, which is just, uh, Hey, uh, yeah, I was just trying to help my daughter and, Oh, you can fix me. Great. Yeah. I'm going to go back. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? I, there's something nicely charming about Thomas Hayden Church. I don't know. I kind of <laughs> like him. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's it for me. What do you got as a scale? Oh, my God. Okay. So I've got the uh, levels of emo Spider-Man scale. <laughs> um, Love it. So we've got uh, from light eyeliner to um, all black studded, <laughs> studded cuffs, hair flipping, mom, you just don't understand. I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give our, I actually just voted for all of our villains. Uh, I'm just, I'm going to give them all a, um, all you owned are band tees. You got a pretty bad, you got a pretty bad. <laughs> what about you? Bad. Uh, so I have the Spider-Men scale, uh, and pretty much just a rehash of what we just talked about, but, uh, on a scale of Tommy McGuire to Tom Holland, I am going to give Sandman a Andrew Garfield, a lot better than anyone is giving him credit for. It's just he's in bad circumstances. Those amazing Spider-Man <laughs> oh. movies, not that good. Uh, <laughs> I actually, okay, this is so bad because I know we just said our favorites, but I actually haven't watched any of his. Yeah, it's I skipped gr- them the first go. It's a I've crime. only seen Amazing Spider-Man, did not bother with Amazing Spider-Man 2 because everyone I talked to was like, don't. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, oh, there you go. <laughs> too many Spider-Man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Uh, and we're going to get to uh, our heroes and villains of a week where we describe people who've inspired or disappointed us in personal lives in a second. But first, uh, a couple of quick ways that you can help out the podcast. So first, um, if you uh, want to reach out to us, uh, please uh, go ahead and do that. You can follow us at VWR Podcast on Twitter. Uh, villain was right on Facebook and we also have a, a, an email. So for audience suggestions, um, if there's a movie you want us to cover, go ahead and email us. Uh, villainwasright at gmail.com. As well, um, if you just want to help us out by by leaving a, a quick review and a star rating on whatever podcast provider you use, that would be great. We appreciate it so much. Um, it seems like a simple thing, but it actually works with computers and algorithms and makes the podcast shown to more people. Uh, so that's basically how that works. So if you want to help us out there, you can absolutely do that. Uh, but if you want to help support, uh, the production costs of the podcast, as always, if you got, has got a couple of bucks, we are of course on Patreon. You can get bonus episodes, you get voting rights, you get early episodes. If you're like, I want this earlier. I want to know before everybody else knows. Uh, you can totally get that at patreon.com slash villain was right. I think I'm still, how many times have we done this? (laughs) 
It's in all our links. It's in all our links. You can find it on everything. And you can guys, yeah, we've got a bunch of back content that you can, uh, that is available to you if you sign up now. If you've never signed up before, you can get all that. You can get a ton of stuff where we talk about people who are uh, totally unhinged. <laughs> That's where we really get it. Anyway, uh, guys, now it is time for our Heroes and Villains of the Week I've got a hero this week. I've got a light one, but it is uh, especially... Now, it's a couple of weeks old now, guys, but especially because of Emo Spider-Man, and I just love it so much, I I need everybody to go seek out Grunge Frasier. I just need it to happen. It's the funniest thing I have watched in so I was crying so um friends of the podcast of course john blair and jocelyn getty um jocelyn getty of uh, who is doing a borderline perfect daphne impression i gotta say borderline perfect okay this is honestly i I know it's just such a light thing to talk about but like i i think i've watched it like 20 times I've watched yeah. it. I watched it so many, and it laughed hard every time. It's so good, guys. It's a couple weeks old now, but uh, if you follow uh, John Blair on Twitter, okay, John Blair, um, you guys gotta go find Grunge Frazier. It is a minute and a half of comedy perfection. It makes me believe in comedy. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to second that. That's not my hero of the week, but like it should be because like cried. I, I love it. So uh, I could not believe we are friends with such talented people. Oh, my God. Like, I was losing it the uh, whole time. Yeah. I was like, you ever get a little how? mad? You ever like, oh, man, I'm never going to make anything as good as this. This is I know. great. <laughs> so funny. And it's better if you know it's 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 funny regardless. But if you know Frasier and you know <gasps> grunge, it's so funny. Oh, it hits oh, too man. hard. It hits too hard. It's very good. Man, yeah, second that. Go, go, okay, John Blair, why are you not following them all? Oh, yeah, plus all of, honestly, I love all of John Blair's sketches, so, like, anything he's posting up that he's posted since is probably absolutely incredible. But, guys, just go start, if you've never seen it, go start with Grunge Frazier. Yes, (laughs) support that 100%. Uh, Yeah, so I've got a uh, villain, uh, no, no, sorry, I've got a hero, why did I say villain? (laughs) I've got a villain this week. We're no, always opposites, a, Craig. It feels yeah, like. Yeah, I know. We are. I am very much a hero this week. Uh, very much a hero. This is just like a nice. So, um, uh, I uh, I got uh, a cat, a uh, a nice little table as a present for our uh, new outdoor patio because it's getting a little warmer, and we're like, oh, you know, and it's you know, it's our anniversary. Uh, so it's like, you know what? I'm gonna spend a little extra money, and I'm gonna get the the like the nicer one, you know. And like really kind of go all out on it. And by the way, as this has been recorded, she has not received this gift yet. Ooh, uh, so, so fun. So this is, uh, you know, you're kind of in on a secret, but also she has it by the time you're listening to this. So whatever. Uh, time. <laughs> Plus your anyway. patio's so cool, dude. Oh, yeah. You have like, be... that's, a, that's a partio, man. That is yeah, a really, really nice patio. We are planning on making some good use of it. Anyway, so I, uh, I, I ordered this uh, table online. And went to the store for like, you know, store pickup, like curbside pickup or whatever. And I was like, great, I don't have to go in and it'll probably be pretty big. So like, you know, I won't have to like haul it out to the car. I can just pull up to the curb and they'll bring it. So I call in and I'm like, hey, it's been a couple days since I put in the online order and you guys haven't contacted me 
about coming to pick it up yet. I was just like, I just want to make sure before everything shuts down for the long weekend that I'll be able to pick it up. And the guy goes, oh, uh, oh, actually, yeah, it just came down here. Like, what car are you bringing for this? And oh, I no. was like, um, <laughs> my little Hyundai Elantra four-door sedan. And he goes, um, I mean, we can try. I don't know, man. This is going to be real tough. And I was just like, okay, well, I'll come down. So I come down. I go to the loading dock where they're, like, giving things out. And I go, hi, I'm, like, here to pick something up. He's like, you're not here for, like, patio furniture, are you by any chance? And I was just like, I was like, oh, no. Like, this is this is a conversation that coworkers are having yeah. about how are they going to deal with this. <laughs> No, so never like, yeah. So um, I go, yeah, actually I am. And he goes, okay. And he goes, let me scan your thing. And like he scans the barcode or whatever. And he goes, here it is. And he brings it out. And this thing is massive, like just a massive box. And he gets it on the trawl and he brings it out. He's like, are you parked close by? And I was like, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm backed in so we could like load it up. And we get there. And like the thing is just too tall to fit in a trunk. Like, it's just, like, there's no way to physically maneuver this thing so it would fit in the gap of, like, the trunk of a car. So this guy is just like, okay, well, here's what I'm saying we do. I'm saying we, I go get a knife, we open this box right now, we take out the parts, and, like, we can stick it all in the car. I was like, great, let's do that. So he goes and gets his exacto knife, he, he opens it up, and starts, like, kind of pulling, like, you know, packaging away and stuff like that, and he goes, oh... This is co- this comes fully assembled, so it's just <laughs> what? it's a table with like the base on it, and that's the reason it's so big. Is it's a huge table uh, with this like pedestal, and it like adjusts so it like goes up and down and all the rest. And we're just like, oh shit! I was like, okay. And at this point, the the box is cut open, splayed on the sidewalk next to us. All the packing materials are like pulled out, and he goes, okay. We're going to have to take this apart to get it in your car. And he gets on the radio and he goes, uh, can I get an Allen wrench uh, down to the dock, please, to like help? And they're like, well, we'll need a part number. And he's like, no, no, it's for store use. We're taking something apart for a customer. And like he goes, one second, I'll be back. I got to go get it. He disappears. While this is all happening, so this table is literally just sitting in the middle of a sidewalk <laughs> with like the box unfolded on four yeah. sides. This guy walks by and instead of going around, he just gives me this dirty look like, why do you have your shit all over the sidewalk? Tries to like walk around it, trips on the box and falls on top of the table. And I'm just like, oh my God, are you okay? And he's like, it's fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm like trying to help him up and stuff. I was like, oh my God, you're so pissed at me. Anyway, that turns to be nothing. That just, the guy just fell. (laughs) Finally, this, uh, this employee comes back with his Allen wrench, with his Allen key, undoes all these bolts holding the tabletop on, helps me load the tabletop, is turning this other base on its side to get it through like a side door to do this. And then he goes, all right, you're all set. I was like, well, what about all the boxes and stuff? He goes, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it. And he starts like cleaning up and taking away. I was like, oh my God, (laughs) thank you so much. Like you've gone so above and beyond what I would have expected anybody at this store to do. I was like, you, you have been so much help, like not only physically helping me lift this, but like taking it apart and fitting it into my car. I was like, you saved my ass in terms of like 
anniversary presents and things like, you know, like, cause like <laughs> otherwise if this wasn't fitting in the car, I'm showing up with nothing. Uh, and he goes, you know what, man, don't worry about it. If you wanted to call the store and tell them Joseph, uh, was really good. That'd be great. But, uh, you don't have to do that. Don't worry about it. I was like, Joseph, you are absolutely the best. Uh, I love you so much. You were so much help. It was so nice having that interaction with someone just so willing to help you. He's my hero of the week. Joseph from Canadian Tire, everybody. Joseph oh, from yeah. Canadian Tire. Did yeah. you call the store? <laughs> I have not yet. Oh, uh, that shame, was on the to- It's on the to-do list. No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. That's how these guys get raises. You I know, call I know. It's so important. I know, but then I... I had to unload it at home. It was a whole thing. Well, you know, not raises. That's probably too. He'll, he'll get a little Starbucks gift card. That's what they'll. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a super that's my, fun story. Uh, that's my hero of the week. Um, but uh, that's it for us this week on the podcast. Rebecca, where can people get in touch with you? As always, you can follow me at Rebecca Reads on Twitter or Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. And you can follow me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook, Twitter, CraigFay.com for show dates. And I do actually have some shows uh, coming up. So I'm actually uh, emceeing at Absolute Comedy Toronto, April 26th to May 1st, which I think when this episode comes out, uh, I will be doing it right now. So if you this comes out on Thursday, you're listening to it right away, uh, I'm at that club. So if you're in Toronto, come on by. And I will also be at uh, Absolute Comedy in Ottawa, May 17th through 23rd. So you can catch me live there if you are in Ottawa. And uh, that's it for us this week on The Villain Was Right. Stay tuned next week when we'll have another great episode for you. And until then, this is The Villain Was Right reminding you, don't fall into the science pit. (laughs) (laughs) The Villain Was Right is produced by Andrew Ivamy as part of the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as webcomics, articles, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.